Hello, and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight, we are joined by Diana, I'm sorry, I said Diane Bellas. I'm, excuse me. <laughs> there we go. Names are just not my thing. I don't know why, but I always seem to mess them up. So my apologies if I did a horrible job on that. So how are oh, you no, tonight? Oh, no, you're good. I'm good. I'm doing well. How are you? Ah, uh, it's getting warmer outside, so it's awesome. <laughs> yes, I do love the warm weather. That, yes, that cold was just killing me, I'm telling you. So I'm going to start our timer. We do 20 minutes, just so our audience knows. It goes relatively fast, but hey, I like to do that just in case it leaves you wanting for more. But if we go over, it's okay. So I got to dive right into this because... When I was looking you up, which I like to do a little bit of research here and there, we have to start right off because this is your debut book. It yes? is, yeah. It is uh, the first awesome. book that I've ever had published. Wow. Tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So it's a young adult sapphic uh, contemporary romance. The main character is Sam Shorty Daniels. She's very short, hence her nickname. Um, mm -hmm. So she's... Mm -hmm dating a bunch of guys none of them just seem to work out she's flirting with them in the beginning they get together and then she just finds out that she's she's not attracted to them and just like the bond's not there um and then the new girl comes into school christy davis and suddenly shorty's mm -hmm. like wow this is i'm really enjoying talking to her and and she's also attractive so they start to like talk to each other and they're in uh clubs together they go to the shore and then they just start to connect. But Shorty has a boyfriend. Um, so she's trying to mm. get, get out of that relationship because she's like, it's not, I realize this is not for me anymore. But then one of her ex-boyfriends overhears that she is with Christy and starts to blackmail her because he is very upset about the way things ended with Shorty. So Shorty has to think about and figure out if it's worth hiding herself or to be true to what she's really feeling. Hmm, that's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> There's lots of drama. It is. You know, um, because your book's not out yet, so I didn't find a lot of it like on Amazon or anything like that as far as the whole promo and everything like that. Um, you know what I mean? So like I can have a teaser to read some of it. So with that in mind, I found what I could find on it was very provocative. Plus what you had said in your your bio as far as this not being around when you were young in age. So I found that very provocative on in the sense that you were writing something maybe for uh, a teen development of teens being able to have a place something to um Fill in the words for me here. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I basically I wrote the book I wished I could have read in high school. Um, there it is. Yes. Yeah, because I'm I'm pansexual, <laughs> I'm pansexual myself, and in yes. high school, none of that ever crossed my mind. I never ex read any queer books. Never had them available to me. I didn't even know the word bisexual in high school. That never right. never was introduced to me. Um, it wasn't until college until I found who I really was. Um, but if, in high school, if I would have had something like does love always win, I would have been like, wait, I kind of, kind of see myself in um, these characters. Right. I, I just find, I, like I said, I, 
what I was trying to configure my words there for a second, because sometimes I get shoved in my mouth and just can't find a way out. <laughs> but I found it very provocative because sexuality in a culture of confusion. And what a nice place to have something that teens can grasp onto and think, hey, you know, this is natural. This is normal. This isn't something, you know what I mean, that I should mm -hmm. feel out of sorts about. So I found that very provocative that you were allowing that to come out for readers all alike to be able to grab onto. So that I'm, that ha it took me a while to get my words there, but there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how do you, how do you cultivate the writing, the information in such a way for teens to be able to enlighten teens and sexuality? I just kind of thought about like what I wished I would have known or felt like in high school or just thinking I've read a lot of other young adult queer books that that's, mm -hmm. I read so much of that and kind of see the way that they portray it. Um, and that's, I think, trying to think through my eyes, I actually started reading my old journals from high school to kind of get back mm. in that mindset of like how I was thinking and like what like there were some pages that I was like, I talked to this guy, I talked to this guy, I talked to this guy. And I felt like I was convincing <laughs> myself that I was like liking them, even though mm -hmm. it wasn't working with any of them. Right. <clears throat> so would you say in more in your youth, you were more attracted to um, women than, because I know you're married now, yes? Yes, yep. Okay. Um, I Sometimes I think back in high school when I was about some of the, relationships I had with women, I'm like, you know what, I I probably had a crush on them. Um, mm. And, and you know, I didn't realize it at the time. But I just was like, why did I always want to be around them? Um, right. And I just thought it was like a normal friend thing. Um, now, did now did you have someone to reach out for you reach out to like parent, uh, friend, aunt, uncle, someone to be able to relay this, these feelings that you were having? At the time, I don't think I even thought they were different. Um, oh, okay. so okay. I kind of just probably never realized like until college, um, that that oh, was okay. even like a possibility. Cause I knew I was attracted to guys too. Cause I had been attracted <laughs> to guys. Um, but the possibility of being attracted to a woman just never really crossed my mind. I mean, it, right. and I just kind of thought it was just like, oh, that's what everyone that happens to other women when they're friends. So that's right. <laughs> right. Well, you know. I, you know, I don't I think it's normal. At least, I mean, I'm on the other side. I am married as well, too. And to me, I can look at a woman and say, dang, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, personally, I have a thing for, um, oh, no, I can't remember her name. You know, running down the beach, uh, that show. Oh, my gosh. I can't even think. Pamela Anderson. There it is. Oh, I have yes. a thing for her. You know what I mean? The young and, you know, because she was, well, come on. She was hot. I mean, she was really hot. <laughs> So I, I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at someone and saying, wow, that's attractive. You know, I think that's normal. I think that's not something out of our reach, you know? Am I wrong? No, no. I think for me, it was just more like attractiveness, but also like a crush too. So like the twofold right. kind of thing, which is a little right. different. Um, and then in college is when I kind of realized, okay, I knew the term bisexual. And I was like, finally realized, I think my junior of college, that's how I identified. Um, and then it didn't take until I started actually writing this book that I realized I actually identify as pansexual. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's been, it's uh, been a trajectory and this book really helped me help find myself because I didn't actually come out to a lot of my friends and family until just recently um, when I found that this book was being published I wanted to be authentic in the way that I talk about it. And that also means being authentic about myself. So right yeah. before the press yeah. release um, was came out, I went out to my parents' house and told them about myself. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad that that's the case because because of your book and because it's geared toward teens, a lot of my questions were the buildup of this book and how you felt comfortable with what you were putting in this book and how you gained the information and the knowledge. So that makes me even feel better that that's the way I've geared these questions. (laughs) 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 Yay me! I was right. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, But when when you look at sexuality, um, I think the biggest thing is to project a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. no matter gender relationship and configuration. I mean, do you see that along the same lines? Yes, absolutely. Right. And as long as you're happy, that's what I always say. Like, as long as you're happy and with the decision that you have, what you've decided to do. Right. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think it's, I think it's the wise thing to do for everyone to project a healthy relationship, no matter the gender. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, so when you started building this book, tell me how you harvest it from the smallest built and build it up to what you are ready to almost release. Yeah. So I was reading young adult books and um, at the time that I was reading them, there wasn't as much um, sapphic novels because I started writing this around 2017, 2018. Um, so I was just reading like uh, a girl falls for a guy, that kind of thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I want to write something like I had said that I wished I read in high school. And like, I've read so many of these books. I want to, I want to write something different. And then I just kind of started to think about like my something, something that happened to me in high school was like, I dated a bunch of guys and I really wasn't, into into them Mm -hmm. um even though i don't identify quite as shorty because she finally realized that she's a lesbian i wanted to take some of that um and harvest it into a story about because i've i've talked to some friends um and other people in the queer community and just high school how confused they were um and so i wanted to take that and write a book surrounding it so that's how i came up with shorty and christy um at the time I wasn't out to many people so I wanted Shorty to be the opposite of me so she loves pink I hate pink well I don't really hate it now but in high school I hated it yellow was my favorite color um Mm -hmm. so she's a lesbian I'm pansexual there's just a bunch of things that Shorty likes that I don't like so I didn't want people to see exactly see myself in her because I was afraid that um they'd they'd find out about me Right. So I made Christy, who is pansexual, um, uh-huh. has like this, the love interest. But she also, is, I've taken little bits and pieces of me and put them into her, but they're like meshed in between Shorty and Christy. Um, so I didn't want it, any one character to model myself or people that right. I know. So right. I've taken things that happened in high school to me and just kind of like 
expanded in them, changing them a little bit, or just <laughs> things that I've seen on like shows like Riverdale or some of the books that I've read just got me sparking. Um, like there's a lot of lunch table drama. There's a mm-hmm. couple's only lunch table rule at the at Shorty's table. So she has to be in a couple in order to sit with her best friend because her best friend is dating her ex-boyfriend. Um, mm-hmm. So just like weird things like that. There's definitely, there was lunch table drama in my high school. You always mm-hmm. wanted to get secure a, a, ta- a table at the beginning of high school, or you might have to sit like at the loser's table, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, I was at the loser table. <laughs> That's where I, I was, was, hand in the air, hand in the air. That's where I was. <laughs> I, was in the was band, I was at the band nerd table. Um, oh, band is, nerds. Okay. Yeah. And that's what Shorty oh, yeah. is too. She's a band nerd, but they're not as nerdy at her school. Um, cause oh. before she had dated some football players. Right. I don't, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't think much of my sexuality when I was, I mean, like what you're saying, you didn't see much of it. But to me, as remembering back, I don't think I saw any different as being gay or any or, you know what I mean, liking a boy or liking a girl or any, you know what I'm saying? To me, it didn't stand out. I don't know. Maybe I was just head in the sand. But, you know, I, to me, it didn't seem like it was that big of an issue. My biggest thing was um, worrying about getting through the hallways <laughs> without making, you know what I mean, too much of myself being noticed. You know what I mean? Like, did I right. make sure I don't have any toilet paper on my shoes? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? I was too, and I had weird hair and stuff like that. So I was very self-conscious just about being noticed in general. Of course, I guess some people could say I did it on purpose to be noticed. Um, <laughs> When you started writing about this book, when you think about it now, as you came out, the fears that maybe you had then or what you're trying to write, did you notice that those fears were were a part of your life as you came out and told your family and friends? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's really? a scene that I wrote where Shorty does, you know, she starts to tell people about herself. And I kind of wrote it the way that I hoped people would react. Um, right. And it was actually almost identical to the way that people in reality reacted. So I was like, well, I must have put that in the action somehow. <laughs> oh, did you did you get mixed feelings on her? Or was no, it, it was, it was and... very, very warm. Everyone was so oh, good. nice. I was, That's you know, I felt. I was sick. I felt sick. I was so scared. I like, um, my hands were shaking. I like, felt like I was going to throw up. It was just, I mean, I, I also felt bad that I waited 37 years to tell people too. Um, right. but do you think it would have been different if you had told them in the beginning? Do you think the time and the awareness that society has more now gave that to you being the more warm and welcoming on it? Kind of. And I also think right. I feel better about myself. Um, mm, yes, I would think that pan- has a lot. Pandemic, to I um I started seeing a therapist who has helped me realize that I in had internal homophobia, so that I basically mm. hated myself for being um, bisexual. Um, oh. I I didn't I like I didn't mind anybody else. It was just myself. I didn't think right. that I deserved to be in a queer spot because I was married to a man. Um, mm. And I didn't think that, um, yeah, it, it was just a hard time. I didn't realize that I had felt this way until, you know, I feel like the pandemic made everyone be kind of introspective. 
taking some time, learning more about yourself. And I, like, I never had that ability or time or space to realize how I was feeling. Um, Well, since since you've, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. I was going to say, I think it's just, I was in the middle of writing this book and I voiced my fears to my therapist of like, what if this does get published? (laughs) What happens then? And that's when mm. we start to talk through about like, what would this mean? What would you, what, what would you have to do to co- start to come out to people? Cause I even went through saying, well, maybe I'll just do a pseudonym. Maybe I just won't actually be myself. But then I'm mm. like, well, then I feel like I'm betraying myself. Um, it was, it was a lot to, to go through, but eventually we worked <laughs> through it and I started to, to love who I am. Um, and it really, helped me shape my book too. Right. Well, since you're being very brave and coming out and telling even about the therapy, I'm going to, I'll just tell mine. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I went to therapy as well and I had an eating disorder that I carried Mm -hmm. from being a kid, from being a kid. And for me, it wasn't about, I mean, I guess it was to some point about body image, about how you're negatively portrayed in high school and you know what I mean, and never feeling like you're good enough and fitting in. So for me, that carried a lot into it. So the therapy, I think is great. I think I think it is the best freaking thing for everyone mm-hmm. and everything because it, it teaches you. I used to think I used to have the misguided notion that if you went to therapy, it was so you could fix everybody else. <laughs> and it's so not the case, you know? It was like, dang it, this is not how it works. Um, but in that time, I went to therapy to realize how I could accept everyone else around me. You know what I mean? On my own two feet, my in my own standing. And still in a way to be able to be healthy and secure for myself. Does that make sense? Or am I saying that wrong? Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I feel you, but Thank I want to give you that. that. I, you're welcome. I didn't want you to be out here on a limb by yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> now, you don't just have one book coming. You have another one coming in 2024, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm Talk, tell me about, about that. that one, too. That one is super- so different. So different than this book. Um, really? I love Marvel like all things Marvel. Mm, Thor and mm, Loki. Yes. I oh my, oh my gosh. Oh, Iron Man. I love, I love Iron Man, nice. Iron Man, nice. Iron Man. Yes. That's my favorite. However, Loki, the series. Oh, freaking awesome. Oh, so good. I love, I <laughs> yes. can't wait until the next one comes out. <clears throat> Me too. So anyways, we were talking about, and the title is superficial. Sup- yes. yes. Okay. So it's an, um, a dual point of view. Uh, mm-hmm one character her name is lay she is she identifies as pansexual and demisexual and she goes to this uh comic con convention it's they call it WizCon in the book um and she's going with her kind of ex-girlfriend and their partner so she had been with her this her best friend and then they started kind of like being with each other but like under the table and not really telling anyone but mm-hmm. it turns out that her best friend was also with um olive who's identifies as non-binary at the same time so she was two-timing both of them um mm. so lay is heartbroken but they she still had these tickets booked to WizCon, and she's like well 
I'm not going to like, it's a non-returnable ticket and I, I'm going to see these superheroes. So I'm just going to go anyways. So on the other end, um, Jake Johnson is the main event at uh, WizCon. It's kind of like a Tom Holland, Spider-Man kind of thing. Like how uh-huh. big Tom Holland is. So Jake Johnson is called the amazing boy. He um, has powers of heat resistance uh, and he's super strong. So, you know, he's a movie star, but, mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden when they're at WizCon together, Lay and Jake find themselves in the elevator and it just, it's Keep going. That was my timer. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Keep going. Oh, I should have gave you a warning. <laughs> it's kind of loud, but keep going. Keep going. It's okay yeah, if we yeah. go over a little bit. <laughs> okay. um, so they, they're in the elevator. The elevator stops. All the lights are out and they're stuck in there and they start to talk and start to just to get to know each other a little bit. And when the generator comes on, they get out of the elevator and they find out that the entire convention center is empty. There's, it's still completely dark, and, but not a single soul remains. So mm. they have to go through lots of different challenges trying to figure out where everyone at the the convention center then there's an explosion at the museum of revolution so they have to go down there and try to figure out what's going on during that time lay starts to realize wait a second jake kind of doesn't seem like just um a movie star and starts to understand that he is actually a superhero in real life um and that's what the basically the, the book's about trying to figure out where what's going on in the city of Philadelphia and thwart these villains. Now, what age group is this book directed to as well? Young adult. Young adult. Okay. So yep. <clears throat> I got she just... just graduated high school. Oh, okay. So I have just a few more questions. Are you willing to hang in there with me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go cool, babe. Okay, so what is the biggest thing um, that you want the LGBTQ community, but not just the LGBTQ community to take away from your books? What's the biggest thing you're hoping to, you know what I mean, for the reader to take away from your work? I think I just wanted to normalize um, these type of books that it's, you know, it's normal to have LGBTQ characters and romance. Um, and like, so my superficial book is, yeah, uh, Lay's LGBTQ, but it's like, a, it's a story. It's not just based on her sexuality. So I just want mm-hmm. everyone, the LGBTQ community and people that aren't from there just to kind of um, read this and enjoy the story for what it's worth. Right. Well, that's commendable. I appreciate that. I can, I, I find, to me, it always surprises me. Um, I did another interview with another person who had a little bit of this in one of her books as well. And I'm always surprised that we have to normalize it. I really am. To me, it, to me, it already feels like it's normal. I don't understand why we, had a, we have to tell everybody it's normal. It's normal. To me, it seems like a natural thing that it is normal. So it always surprises me when we have to make it a point to say it's okay. So I find it commendable. Like I said before, I find it very provocative what you're doing. 
It really, it, and I find it inspiring. I really want to put you up onto a pedal and say, "Yay!" Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I just, I just find it amazing. So thank you for doing that, and thank you for continuing with book after book, of pushing forward with it and making it as normal in our society as possible i don't know how any better i can say that because it, like <laughs> i said <laughs> i think it should already be normal I so appreciate that. well I, I wouldn't say it if i didn't mean it truthfully <laughs> so um what do we can we expect from you after superficial what's next on the palette do you have something that you're working on that you're getting ready to gear up on yes uh um... ah. <laughs> So I just started a new book. It's I'm super excited about it. I'm going back to Sapphic Love Story, Young Adult, because um, I really enjoy writing those. It's going to be set around summer and a pool and two lifeguards, and it's going to be enemies to lovers. Nice. nice. Uh, that's my favorite trope, and I haven't written it yet, <laughs> and I just need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Need to do it. Well, you're getting it all organized. I gotcha. I gotcha. I want to thank you so much for being on the program. You were an actual delight, and I really enjoyed our conversation. I wish, and you should come back. You should when then when uh, I'd love sure I to. Right. Oh, awesome. When superficial comes out, let's come back and do this again. Yes, yeah? I would love to. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, you're welcome. I'd love to have you back on. I'd love to dive deeper. Um, on the brighter side of things. Does that make sense? I love yeah. the good the good notes on things so that we can bring a brighter light to the positive on things. So I would yeah, love absolutely. to have you back on. Wonderful. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before I go, guys, I'm going to do one more. I know we've been doing them. I, I think this is my fourth one. We're doing Amazon deal of the day. And today is a special one because it is May 4th. And if you're if you're me and you love Star Wars, come on, where else can we get the force but on the May 4th, right? So with that in mind, Lego Star Wars TIE Bomber 75347 model building kit Starfighter. Guess what, guys? It's on sale. It's on sale. Am I am I showing my true colors of what kind of nerd I am here? It's 20% off. It's 50, it used to be $51.99. It's not, well, I'm sorry. It's $51.99. It used to be $64.99. The link will be, as always, in the bio. I mean, I, I seriously, I'm ready to get this just to put it together. I should do a video on that alone. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to come back. Until next time, bye-bye for now.